From Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. Recently, we visited the Alabama Regional Library for the Blind and Physically Disabled in Montgomery. Our guest, Tim Emmons, Senior Librarian and Reader Advisor, and Carl Wade, longtime patron and member of the Consumer Advisory Committee. Tim Emmons, thank you so much for joining us on location. Yes. Tell the listeners where we are. We are at the in the downstairs conference room of the Alabama Public Library Service in the Department for the Blind and Physically Disabled. You have a <laughs> companion with you yes. on the floor? Yes. His name is Cody. He's not made any noise yet, but he's looking at everything, trying to figure out what we're doing. But he is my guide dog of seven years. How long have you been here, Tim? 17 years. And we have another guest, Carl Wade. Welcome. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> you are no stranger to this particular library. Not at all. I'm a, a longtime user of the service. Uh, I lost my sight in 1990, and within six months, I was a patron, a client. About three years later, I was appointed to the Consumer Advisory Committee for the blind and physically disabled. And I've been on that committee ever since then, about 30 years. And what are some of the things you do on that committee? First off, we manage the donations that come in to the library. We approve the purchase of items that they can't get through normal channels. We manage that fund. We advise the blind and physically disabled section of the library service on the needs of their customers. So speaking of needs, Tim Emmons, you are quite familiar with how many thousand patrons do you have with these needs? I think the total we had come up with was around 8,000 statewide patrons. We serve 64 of the 67 counties, and Talladega serves the other three. Uh, Talladega is a sub-regional library, whereas we're a regional library that was started here in Montgomery they moved all of the collection and everything from Talladega to Montgomery around 1977. This became the area for all of the Braille and talking books. It's been here ever since. So your clients fall in what categories? Blind or visually impaired, I should say, because you can be totally blind or you can be legally blind or have some sort of vision issue. Also, people who have reading disabilities. We do serve people with dyslexia people who can't hold a book or physically turn pages in a book, along with traumatic brain injuries, that type of thing. Tim, I'm thinking a lot of your listeners may be familiar with macular degeneration, yes, so this would be another population that can be served. Absolutely. We have a lot of people who have newly acquired macular degeneration and those that have had it for a while. Serving some 8,000 people statewide as you do, yes. what services can they find here? We offer everything from books in Braille, hard copy Braille, uh, books in audio. We would send you audio books that come on cartridges. We send a lot of things through the mail. Patrons call in their book lists. Sometimes they will also email us. Sometimes they'll even come by with a book list. But we will download books and put them on a cartridge, and we send those books out to those patrons. They get everything through the mail, and then they get done and turn the cards back over, and they come directly back to us. So ultimately, this is part of the Library of Congress nationally. Yes, mm -hmm. 
Carl, as a patron, what kinds of books can you get through this library? All kinds. Every topic in fiction, every genre, nonfiction. You can get books and magazines, newspapers, anything that you could find on the commercial market or in a regular public library, you can find here at, at BPD. We furnish the equipment. We send the players. We provide the cartridges that the books are on. We send the players out that the cartridges will go in, and they go from there. And this is all free matter for the blind, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Carl, a minute ago, you and Tim were talking about you can read just about anything yes. through this library. But what about Alabama authors? <laughs> well, that's a problem. Basically, unless an Alabama author is a best-selling author, then they fall through the cracks. The NLS, National Library Service, at the Library of Congress, they don't pick them up. We don't get to read that much from Alabama authors. But there's a way you recently discovered how to read some Alabama authors. There certainly is. Through Troy Public Radio, there is a podcast that is called Alabama Loud, narrated by Don Noble. He's a retired professor from the University of Alabama. He's got a great voice, and he reads Alabama authors. All of his short stories that I've read last about 10, 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, but it's by Alabama authors, and it's about things in Alabama or, or people. The characters are in Alabama or from Alabama. Everything that I've read so far is uh, fiction, and Don is an excellent narrator. It makes Alabama authors and their works accessible to those of us who can't read print. How many podcasts have you been listening to of Don's? He's got about four or five out, but I've listened to every one of them, and they're great. Let's remind the listeners that Don Noble is host of Bookmark on Alabama Public Televisions. Tim, make a comment on this new thing. When Carl called me about this, I really got excited because we don't have a lot of things to do with Alabama authors. And so this was a, a great way. And listening is considered reading now. So, I mean, it's a new way of reading and reading authors and finding things that I never would have been able to discover otherwise. So it was awesome to hear that Don had put something like that together. Troy Public Radio also covers parts of Georgia and the Florida panhandle. What do people in those states have access to like this? The people in those states have this same access to libraries in their states. There's the Georgia Regional Library and Sub-Regional Libraries throughout Georgia. There's also the Pensacola Sub-Regional Library. So literally, all of your listeners have access to this if yes. they're blind or physically disabled. What age groups are restricted to this? There are no age restrictions. We always like to tell people from 1 to 93. I read to my little boy, who's now 10, and would get some of the books from here and read to him growing up. So there's a lot of that going on as well. How do you apply to become a patron of the Regional Library for the Blind and Physically Disabled here at APLS? You would either give us a call or send us an email and let us know that you're interested, and we would send you an application, or there is an application on our website, and you would submit that to us, and then we put you in the system, and within just a matter of, of days, you're set to go. Carl, as a patron, do you have anything to add? It requires verification of the eligibility 
once it's received and approved, uh, the machine goes out and you start ordering books. This is an excellent service. I'm glad I'm a part of it. I'm glad it's here for people like myself, visually impaired people. I'd be lost without it. Tim, is there anything else you'd like to add for your listeners? There's been so much done. Listening is now the new reading. Everybody listens to audiobooks now, and it's been proven that the same parts of your brain that you use to read with are what you use to listen to books with. I want to thank you both for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you for letting us be a part of this. Joining us were Tim Emmons, Senior Librarian and Reader Advisor, and Carl Wade, longtime patron and member of the Consumer Advisory Committee. We've been on location at the Alabama Public Library Service, the regional library for the blind and physically disabled in Montgomery. You heard us mention the Alabama Aloud podcast with Don Noble. That's produced by Troy Public Radio. And more information about the library is at the toll-free number, 1-800-392-5671. Online, statelibrary.alabama.gov. Thanks for joining us for In Focus. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio.